Hi teachers, I'm Carly Walton and this is the Teach Music Online podcast, your number one resource for innovative online music teaching. Today, I'm sharing a discussion with Carol Matz, who is the creator of the Interactive Piano Method. Carol Matz is a composer, a musician, a speaker, a lover of adventure and travel, and a great friend of mine and to music teachers around the world. Her incredible background in composition and publishing led her to publish her own series called The Interactive Piano Method, and she's also working on an upcoming series for online teaching called Engage. In this interview, you'll hear a bit of Carol's backstory and how she came into the publishing world, how she grew up learning how to be creative and love all instruments and eventually be a composer. She also shares more about why she works so hard to help teachers around the world have materials to teach their students. Get ready to laugh, have some fun, and even take some notes from Carol during this interview. I thoroughly enjoyed our discussion and I know that you will too. Welcome, Carol, to the podcast. So great to have you. Thank you so much, Carly. It's really great to be here. I absolutely love everything you've been doing lately, so it's finally good for us to be in the in the same virtual room at the same time. Yes, Carol and I are always trying to connect, and it's usually Facebook messages back and forth about the online teaching world and Carol's amazing books, so I had to grab her for an interview. So this is going to be so fun. I'm I'm really excited. Yeah, the two of us in a room and here we go. Can you start by telling teachers a little bit about your musical background? What what did you grow up playing, learning, and how did this grow into a passion for composition? Well, the first thing you should know is that my mom is an amazing pianist. And to this day, she'll be 83 like next week. And she spends like six hours a day practicing Rachmaninoff and Chopin and Beethoven. And so she was my inspiration. Um, when I was a kid, she bought me a little xylophone and had like all the different colors on it. And I put it underneath her grand piano and listen and try to copy. So it's like, I had piano lessons like out of the gate. Um, but you know, kids being kids, you don't want to teach your own children necessarily. So she gave me to uh, a really a local teacher who was wonderful, but was the quintessential little old lady piano teacher. Um, But, you know, she wanted to do only classical literature. She wanted me to play Kabalevsky, which to this day is never happening. Um, You know, so it's like she wasn't, she didn't have that hipness, of course. And I won't tell you, okay, it was the 70s. But when I was about, (laughs) so when I was about, guess what, I'm not 29. When I was about 11, I got obsessed with the Beatles. And those of you who know me from Facebook, all my animals are named after the Beatles. I wanted to play pop. I wanted to play rock. And I told my mom I wanted to quit lessons. And her being such a great pianist, she was like, oh, I thought she was going to explode. But she was very measured and said, okay, as long as you promise me that you won't stop playing the piano. I'm like, I don't want to stop. Guess what? I ended up playing more. And then she got me a big Beatles fake book. And I started figuring out how to play songs from the chord symbols and then matching them up with the written part. So I learned a lot about chord structure from doing this. I remember my, you know how you have a light bulb moment? Just kind of goes off, you're like, oh. That happened to me when I was working on the song Penny Lane. I'm just, for some reason it struck me. I figured out like it had an F minor seven. And I'm like, oh, well, I know an F minor. Here's that triad. What is that? And I play guitar also. And I was able to figure it out and get in there and and delve around and understand it. And that moment stuck with me. So that's when I started creating my own arrangements, you know, reading chord symbols, incorporating the melody. 
And that led me to delve really into music theory, which I am a complete music theory geek. And that became a part of my passion to teach students, not just how to read music, but also to play from lead sheets, to play from chord charts, to do pop music, kind of the way I taught myself, improvisation and things of that nature. And that's actually what, uh, why I developed the section of my interactive piano method dedicated to those skills, particularly to developing those skills. Because today's piano students, um, there are a lot of different needs and a lot of different goals. And so to keeping them interested, we want to give those students who I may have not gone back <laughs> if I didn't have the right possibilities in my future. So I, that's kind of, I keep in mind a lot of different kids who may not fit the typical lesson mold. I love hearing the background of your what sparked that creativity for you. I think a lot of us teachers can relate to that growing up and maybe being in one area and then something that sparked our imagination or our creativity. Maybe it's a pop song or a teacher right. or a song we heard on the radio that we went, oh, I want to play around with that. That's really neat to hear. Yeah. So you grew up with guitar and piano. And then you, at what point did you start composing your own music? <laughs> Actually, yeah, and I played violin at 11. So my mom really was providing me, my parents wanted to really provide me with, you know, as much in music that I could do. I was always somebody who wanted to write and arrange. I never wanted to be a performer. So I was, you know, like I said, playing guitar since I was nine. It was just the big picture that was really the thing that was more intriguing to me you know, the, the insides of that. Um, and then I played little French horn when I was in middle school band. And then I played electric bass when I was in high school jazz band. Wow. So for me, it was less about the instrument, more about the music and the expression of that and hearing the big picture, which is why I knew that I kind of always wanted to compose. So I was sitting on my bed when I was 12 years old, writing my little, I wrote a song called mm -hmm. Infinity which I kind of stole the chord progression from the Beatles here, there, and everywhere. And I performed it at my sixth grade graduation ceremony from elementary school. You know, so I was always like wanting to do it. I remember, I remember just like fake scribbling. Someone asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I was just like doodling in the back of my notebook. And I was pretending to draw notes and stuff because I thought that was so cool. So I guess that was something that was kind of always there, you know, when they say someone's just meant to do something. So that was it for me. I love hearing the story because so many teachers want to get into composing more and have this creativity. And a lot of the teachers in the membership that I that I run say that they have arrangements or songs or pieces kind of in their head. And I know we didn't talk about talking about this subject, but would you what is a tip or two you might have for teachers that maybe want to start with composition that or just record some music for their own students um, to share with this their studio that they haven't yet done that what is something that they could start doing yeah well the first thing that they can start doing is um, by being in your membership I am volunteering <laughs> <laughs> no I'm volunteering some really great materials that I've got for your members I have I'll, I'll get a little bit into um, how I got going professionally and I can share some of that. And one of the things that I can share is how I learned to write for students. And I think it's a really important thing. Um, and I can help, I can help teachers out with that. I'd love if you had me back, maybe we can do like a, a, a thing yeah. on uh, discussing composition and things like that, or uh, self-publishing. Um, but I, to, to connect all of this together, 
you know, if you've always wanted to, I always wanted to compose and arrange. So I actually went to University of Miami. I know you went to Berkeley. You were like our rivals. <laughs> <laughs> they have, they have an amazing concert jazz band at UM. And so I honed my jazz big band writing skills there. And I learned so much and I got to write for orchestra. And then what happened, this is leading up to how I got into piano, like how that fun, you know, my passion funneled me into piano. Um, I went to the University of Miami and my, my professor recommended me to a pop publisher, Warner Brothers, who was down in, for, uh, in Florida at the, at the time, that's where I am. And they gave me some piano pieces freelance to turn into sheet music. And my first, okay, now you really know how old I am. My first gig was the B-side of the Pretty Woman soundtrack cassette. They literally <laughs> tossed the cassette at me. This guy, John, you know, got the hippie and he throws the cassette at me. He's like, here, here's a stack of piano vocal paper. And they pay me a dollar a measure <laughs> to transcribe the music in a particular way. Now this is before like, you know, the amazing slow downer. This is, you know, hitting my cassette machine, rewind, 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 and playing on an out of tune piano. But you know, it's okay, cause I got a dollar a measure <laughs> and that got me in the door. And then from doing that gig, I was kind of like, oh, I, I got a little confidence, you know? And I made connections to the FJH Music Company, which is headquartered here where I am in Fort Lauderdale. And that was just a stroke of good luck. I had a ton of compositions I'd been writing for my students, and I really wanted to get them published. So I went actually over to the FJH offices and submitted them, and then they were sent to their senior editor. And I waited on pins and needles to hear back, only to find out she'd rejected everything. Well, if anyone's met me, they know that I'm not one to fully accept rejection. <laughs> I called them up and said, oh, please, because any way I could speak with the editor, I wanted to know what I had messed up. And thankfully, they're very nice. They set up a call with the senior editor. And I remember thinking she was probably some rigid academic. I used to call her, she's going to be a bun lady, you know, with the hair tightly, you know, in the bun, like, you know, old timey librarian with glasses on a chain. You know, he wasn't. It actually turned out to be Vicki MacArthur. It was a wonderful head of pedag piano pedagogy at Florida State University and also became a really good friend of mine. Thankfully, she took the time instead of blowing me off and I, when she answered my question, what can I do better to write for the educational market? She said, I'll tell you what, got out my, my legal pad and I wrote down a list of method books and other people who were in the business who I really respected at the time and analyzed what they were doing. Went to the sheet music store, came home with a big pile of books. I remember I spent $75. It was like, ooh, you know, because I had no money. <laughs> I sat down on my couch with that legal pad and I analyzed and I sketched out all of these musical concepts. The way that the, um, when was a seventh introduced? Oh, they don't introduce triplets until early intermediate, things like that. I basically sussed out what most people consider all of that good pedagogical leveling. The reason that I am, I, I backtracked to tell you that story a little bit is because, um, uh, this is gonna sound bad, it'll sound like I premeditated this, but. I have created, and you can go to carolmatspiano.com and get this for free. I have an, all that legal pad scribbling is available for you <laughs> for at no charge. <laughs> I have that on there as one of my free resources, an analysis of each level and how, what's in big note, what's easy piano, what is late elementary mean. So I have it broken down for teachers so that they can choose music better. But also if you're somebody who really wants to get into writing, you're going to want to sleep with that under your pillow. <laughs> so that's a place that you can start where I can give some easy guidance. 
And then from there, uh, everything that I did has changed because of the changing nature of publishing. Now it's really more digital and it's about getting more into self-publishing, which is another topic, but I would be yes. happy to get into some of that. Yes. And that's definitely something I'd love to do with you someday for our teachers in the membership, maybe a quick video on composition 101, not how to write, but maybe how to put their writing on paper. Um, that's something that a, a lot of teachers in their free, you know, their rare free time would love to be doing more of. So yeah. teachers listening, the interactive piano method is something that I found recently, well, a couple of years ago, and I have loved using it with my students. And something that really stood out to me about Carol was is that Carol Matz is everywhere on Facebook. She is helping teachers. She is sharing her everything for free. She gives away her method books to teachers who need them. She helps with resources. And during COVID-19, she has just been showing up like every single day. And Carol, from all of the music teachers, I just want to say thank you because I know that it's it hasn't been an easy time for you or for me or for any of these teachers. And we are so grateful that you have the talent and the skill to just show up for teachers. So thank you so much for oh, being thank here. Thank you, Carly. Thank you. You're an inspiration <laughs> to all of us as well. And I'm just glad that for those of you who don't know, when this, when, I think you mentioned during the um, your webinar recently that you were in Bali. And then so I'll, I just, I have a memory of when COVID, you know, just kind of started early, early March and, and uh, I was messaging with Carly on my laptop. I was sitting outside here in the beautiful weather and she was in a, in a little room in, in Thailand at the time. And so I was really happy that you came back. We kind of joined forces early to get teachers going. And right now that's kind of all that matters to me, really. I mean, this is, we are not, we are the small businesses. It's not about like, you know, applying for PPP loans that we're never going to get. We don't have employees, but we have businesses and they're real businesses. And so I thank you for doing everything. Um, we all have each other's backs and we're all in this together. Yes. And it, it's really fun for you and I to be at a place where we can influence teachers, not at all for the, for a sense of self-worth or feeling like I have this thing. It's not like that. We genuinely want teachers to have success. We genuinely know that teachers around the world will lose their studios if they don't have the proper guidance or the right materials needed to be successful during this time. So I want to talk a little bit about the interactive method. There's a lot of teachers that still don't know about it. Um, can you tell us in a nutshell, what is the interactive piano method? Sure. So while I think over the years there have been a lot of apps that have been hitting the market, um, a lot of them are best used when you're teaching as a supplement to whatever method books the teacher might, you know, you, your teacher might be using. Until now, there hasn't really been a fully integrated method that uses some easy technology at its core, um, as opposed to taking a book printed method and adapting it for online. This was built for online interactivity. So. In the interactive method, all the materials carefully correspond unit by unit to the main lesson book. That also comes as a, uh, there's a printed version, but there's also a PDF download that your students can use. They can print it or they can use it on a tablet or whatever. So the student has their main lesson book. And then they go online at the end of the unit and they're gonna do activities that correspond to what they just learned. So this means they're gonna be doing theory games and activities. Uh, virtual flashcards. I mean, we don't have to hand, do the holding up of the camera. 
this is all built into the screen to the website as the student is looking at us. You got virtual flashcards, ear training, which is huge. Again, like we're being, you know, some of us are being forced online where we might not with students who weren't ready or didn't want that as their first choice. But when we're making it fun and when we're engaging, as Carly and I, our favorite word now is engaging students. <laughs> I mean, that is what it is all about. In order to do that, um, this way the students will have immediate feedback. So the, the engagement is built in. Um, it's important for me to say that the materials are web-based. It's not an app. So the students can really do everything that you want them to do right at on their computer, as long as they have internet access, which obviously online teachers <laughs> need to have, then you're good to go. Now the student's gonna have access to all of these custom programmed online activities. So there's all kinds of ear training in, with intervals, major versus minor, loud, soft, high, low, at every level. Uh, there are fun theory games, activities, very colorful. There's the uh, virtual flashcards, note spelling. And again, it's all in a really fun package and very colorful. Now it's interactive, so the student gets immediate feedback on the right and wrong answers. Also, if they get tripped up, there's like this little virtual uh, visual glossary. It's like the, there's like a little panic emoji and the student can click it and it says help and it's I need some help. And this gives the student a visual glossary of every, all the concepts they learned in that level that they might need. So they can do this at home. They can sit on the sofa with their iPad. They can work on ear training, theory games, other fun things that relate to what they just learned in the book. And one thing I wanted to say is that what's cool is that kids are drawn to it. You know, they're just not gonna do the theory workbook with the pencil. So you I have it built in so that the student can just hit complete, you know, reset quiz and it sets it back to zero. You can reset all the quizzes from that entire unit and the kids can do them you know, over and over to try to beat their high score. So now instead of sitting there messing with video games, they can be sitting there going, I wanna get all those ear training questions right, reset. And then they're kind of drilling, but it's a fun drilling. Um, another thing that's important, there are teacher duet accompaniment MP3s, so students can play along at home. There's practice tracks, a student can download and play along with the teacher duet part. And I know I'm throwing a lot out there, but there's a lot of stuff in here. Um, there's also supplemental PDF downloads. So instead of having like a performance book, the student, instead of having a big stack of books, a lesson book, a performance book, a theory book, instead, I've got supplemental PDF downloads for performance pieces. Then I've got sight reading pages, fun activity sheets you can print out for the young ones to color, et cetera, and you know, do that work. And then I even have two tracks of technique because I'm really big on scales, chords, and arpeggios. My little old lady piano teacher from the 70s, God bless her, she was a guild teacher. And I owe everything to that. I know all my shapes and top keyboard topography. So that's really important. So it's, it's traditional pedagogy. It's the way that you already know how to teach with an emphasis on the things that are easily well done on uh, if you're doing online lessons. So instead, again, of trying to fit the square peg into the round hole and try to take existing methodology and make it work online, this has it built in for you. That's so great. I'm over here nodding my head because teachers, what you need as an online as an online teacher, you need all of your materials online now. And that's that's one of the logistical reasons why the interactive piano method is fantastic. 
in addition to it already being such a fantastic, well-rounded, well-written, amazingly composed, inclusive of everything method series, you already want that, but then on top of it, it being digital is a huge benefit for teachers. And I just want to add that for teachers, if you're wondering, well, how do you, how does a digital method book work? How, you know, what does that look like? A digital method book just means it's a file that you download that's now looks like paper on your computer in its simplest terms. There's a lot of teachers that they just bought computers to teach online, so they're, they're, it's yeah. a lot of tech for them. But you can also take that digital piece of music and you can put it on your iPad, like Carol was explaining, and you can have everything portable now. So for me, all of my music is online, and that allows me to teach from anywhere. It also allows me to teach with any device. So if for some reason my computer isn't available, I can open my phone or my iPad and open up the music from anywhere. And that's that's a huge benefit to teaching online. Yes. And I, I agree with the digital music versus printed books. I know you touched, touched on a lot of those things in your membership. And I, I really do believe, obviously, with the COVID crisis, we don't know how long this will go on. Other areas, I'm in Florida, we're having really bad time here. So we don't know when this, if this is going to go in or out over the next few years, whatever your motivation is to be online. Um, I really would love to save you the time of having to scan all of your existing books and pieces. And so this way, the other thing is that that's beneficial about digital music versus printed books is not only is it done for you in, in quote book form, but then again, you have all the built-in activity. So you have the immediate engagement um, I love what Carly said in the webinar that she gave yesterday about how you don't, we don't want to be talking at students and telling them, do this, do that, move your hand here, no, point to the third line. And just this interactivity uh, that, that the built-in, you know, the note spelling, the, you know, theory games, all of these things can be done in such a light approach. And there's only like six per unit. You can pick and choose. This is really meant to be used flexibly. And I like what Carly said about breaking up the lesson in terms of do an activity, now we're going to work on the piece, we'll do another activity that's, that's engaging the student, kind of breaks up the lesson. And so I think this is perfect for that. I also like how your interactive books, because it incorporates everything, in the student's mind we're not separating pedagogy and technique and theory and now we're going to do your song and now we're going to do your skill. So what is the student thinking? like? technique might have a negative idea we might be implanting right. a negative thing in their mind if we say did you do your technique did you do your yeah. scales versus did you do page 24 which is more of an interactive yeah. way of approaching that let's switch gears for a minute and talk about engage you are creating this amazing series i've seen samples of it it looks so fun so what inspired it and what can teachers be excited about well, this is what has inspired it, honestly, has been unfortunately COVID, but has been the, the amount of teachers going to online teaching, and that is going to carry through. Um, I have, I'll backtrack a little bit. I have a folder on my desktop that is literally titled Why I Do This. <laughs> and this is filled with pictures and video recordings of you know, teachers who sent me students who are excited at recitals and letters and cards from teachers all over the world. That is why I do this. Um, I think the most important thing a teacher can do is help their students build self-esteem. I think if students take away nothing more than feeling good about themselves, who they are, what they can accomplish, then I've helped them work on something that's going to change their lives in every aspect beyond music. Now, obviously not every one of our students is gonna become a concert pianist or a jazz pianist playing gigs or whatever. So just having that ability 
to play the piano, maybe for a few friends or family members. That can do a lot for a kid's sense of self-worth. So I, I mean, I remember it was, it's, it's an identity thing too. When I was in like middle school, I remember we went on a trip and there was a gymnasium with a big piano. Oh, Carol, you take piano lessons, go over there. So I actually sat, sat down and started playing Billy Joel and like some of the kids sang along with me. Therefore I became, <laughs> oh, that's, that's that girl who's really good on piano. That was me. It helped me establish confidence and a unique identity. And so if I can help students on that journey, then I'm very lucky. So um, with Engage, it's, it's, we really wanna, beyond not wanting our incomes to crater, we also don't want these students music education to crater. So we have to adapt and, and we may want to adapt again, like it would be great for me to teach someone in Iceland, you know, <laughs> it's a really wonderful thing. Um, but again, you have to be able to engage the students in a real way. And um, so the new series is actually going to be a series of interactive eBooks. And these are going to be, I'll tell you what, what inspired that was I'm a, a science nerd and I bought a biology book that you open it up and it's got an interactive chart of the elements. So I could press a button and see inert gases. <laughs> see how easy <laughs> I am to get excited? <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can press a button, it'll say metals. Ooh, all the metals light up. So I thought, wait a minute, can I do something like that for piano and for, you know, for online teaching? And so again, with the not trying to force what we were teaching in person, but to have materials that are designed for what we're doing. So these books are going to have really fun things. Um, it, they're, they're animated. You've never seen anything like it before. Let's put it that way, because I like doing new things. <laughs> and I will say that um, I, I did a few sheets in the style of the Engage series um, for Carly's subscribers. And so you can kind of have a little bit of the preview if you'd like to take a look at those pages. And I'll give you an idea of what, what I'm talking about. But a lot of it is enrichment. It's getting kids to visualize chords on the keyboard. It's getting them to um, hear through humming, like these skills that are going to develop them as musicians, these things that we can work on with them face to face. So the student, it's like off the bench, but on the bench. You're doing activities with the students but you're both sitting there at the computer, but you're going to be, yeah, doing things that are not just now pick up a pen and circle these things, but that you're going to explore concepts such as legato or staccato or the dynamic range. So you can really use it with any method that you're teaching and adapt conceptually to that. So I'm excited. That's I'm all excited. I do these days. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. I love how passionate you are about creating creating what teachers need. I yes. think one of the one of the benefits as one of the benefits of knowing you and being a fan of what you're creating and being, you know, a user of your books is that Carol is very in tune with teachers. So yeah. again, thank you for creating these materials. I am really excited about it. What motivates you when it's hard? Like I know you mentioned <laughs> you have that folder on your computer, but but why why compose? Why keep working so hard on all these materials? This could get into um, some deep <laughs> stuff. And I'm actually a weird, deep person. So I will answer it <laughs> on a deep level. <laughs> That's great. I'm, and I'm, and none, of, none of it's corny, but you know, Carly and I have very similar 
not only teaching philosophies, but life philosophies, even though we don't belong to the same faith, um, we are very in tune with each other. I, I just think that I personally believe people are here for a reason to contribute and help other people. And we don't know a lot of these other things, no matter who you are, you may have your concept of, of you know, the big, the big questions, why we're here, what are we doing? What are we supposed to do? We're never gonna have everything answered. So my, my uh, personal goal is to be as good as I can, to as many people as I can. I was born with this. I was born with a mom who had a grand piano. I mean, let alone a house. So there are a lot of people who don't have the, uh, the opportunities, and I want to share as many of those opportunities. It's like why I just feel like I'm here. So, you know, I try to take care of myself and take some time off and have fun too, which I do. And I go in the garage and work on bicycles, <laughs> you know, just like in my off time. But that's 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 what inspires me. That's what makes me feel like I have meaning. And I think that many many piano teachers would say the same exact thing. That what mm. gives them meaning in their life beyond their own families would be to have an effect on so many children and be able to share their talents. Thanks, Carol. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Carly. Wasn't that so fun? I wish that you could see our virtual Zoom call because Carol and I just laughed and had so much fun together. As mentioned in the interview, she and I do work closely together in partnering and working on materials and in in encouraging teachers and Carol is also in our Teach Music Online membership so you can connect with her there as well she's in our communities in Facebook. I would love for you to try out the interactive piano method if you haven't yet with a special discount code for 20% off her digital method books during this pandemic so check out the show notes for a link to her website and to grab that coupon code. Also, head over to teachmusic.online to sign up for my free course and get connected with the Teach Music Online membership. And as always, happy teaching, 